Hey guys, and welcome back to Cultured Boys, a show where two guys just want to have a chat. I'm Nathan, and as always, I'm joined by Pepe, and this week, we're going to be talking about Pokemon Evolutions. How you doing, Pepe? I'm good, mate. I'm very good. Um, Pokemon Evolutions is sick. Uh, I've already, like, I know that it's been coming out for a while, like, I say a while, like a few weeks now, like maybe over, like, maybe, maybe over a couple months. I think a couple of, yeah, a yeah. couple of months at most. And as of a time of recording, there's four episodes out at the moment. Um, but like they're good, they're, they're good little shorts. I like them. Uh, well animated, like all that sort of stuff. Like good story, good, good. Like pays. What's the, what's the word for it? Uh, I, I, I keep wanting to say homage. No, but... yeah, it's, it is like a good. It is that's that's the thing in it. It's good homage to um to the uh, stuff. <laughs> to the original, <laughs> you know, the, the Steph, you know, Steph's, uh, the um, <laughs> the uh, original, like, sort of source material. There we go. It pays pays good homage to the source material. Sticks by its, sticks by its roots. Let's put it that way. Uh, yeah. Um, I guess we should explain what Evolutions is before nah. we jump that nah. far into it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, go for it. Um, so Evolutions is a, I, I want to say animated short. It's not that short. They're about nine minutes-ish. Yeah, about 10 minutes. It's average. always under 10 minutes, yeah. usually. Like. Yeah, like on average, about nine minutes. And they're really well animated. They're animated shorts on the official YouTube channel, official Pokemon YouTube channel, that basically focuses on one prominent character from each generation of Pokemon. So it's not the first time they've done this, but this is... This time they really are specifically just on like one specific character in their story from that generation of Pokemon. Like Pepe's mentioned before, currently there's four episodes and there'll probably only be like four more, right? Because what we're on like Gen 8 yeah. or 9? We're on Gen 8 at the moment. Yeah. So it's been out for about two months, so we can anticipate it'll probably finish... I don't know, sometime next year. Like Pepe said earlier, they re they're really, really good. I don't know if people have watched these other animations they've done before, because this is the fourth like set of animations they've done. But the they've been killing it on these. Like these I feel like these are better than the, any of the animes I've watched for Pokemon. I'd say so. Like, I feel like that's the thing with generations, because they're like uh, well, evolutions I should say, because generations was a series of shorts they put out uh for pokemon's 20th anniversary so they're doing yeah. evolutions is the stuff they're doing for the 25th so it's actually i can't believe it's five years ago since generations came out but um, i know right yeah so they've done generations which is like again very similar to evolutions where it's uh they're like about five minutes long these ones so like they doubled the length for evolutions but generations was like different parts of um the story in certain yeah gems. i was gonna yeah i was gonna say it was like that one focused more on prominent stories and or characters rather than evolutions only focusing on like the small, most important. I, well, I don't want to say most important, but you know, like that they focus on one specific character rather than like the overarching story or whatever yeah. at the time. Because Generations would like put out maybe like um, three or four uh, episodes per gen as well. So yeah. like um, I remember for like uh, for Hoenn for example they put out um, one for Team Aqua one for Team Magma and then one for um, Rayquaza versus Deoxys 
Um, so that was like a series of ones, but like with evolutions, they're literally focusing on one gen per episode. So it's keeping it like a bit more concise, but giving doubling focus. Yeah, I guess you could say. Yeah, for sure. Like Nathan said, it's um, it's focusing on the one character with this, and you do get like side characters popping up as well. So it's not just solely on that one character. You see other characters in it. Um, it's just like sometimes it's from a different viewpoint as well, which is good. Yeah, it's not always who you'd think based on at least from the first two episodes and now like the third and fourth one is you'd think oh they're doing that but actually it's like they focus on different characters and it was quite interesting yeah um it is strange to think though that you know like you said generations they is a very similar cons like concept but generations is also like 20 something episodes or something yeah it's um it's about 17 because I, I just literally watched them all before this recording as well just to refresh my mind on them <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah 17 episodes of generations uh it's quite like they're all like they're, like just because they're shorter as well like there is a still good amount of story in them but i felt like the thing is with uh, what i find with generations and evolutions is that they do tell the story but sometimes like, they do it from a point where, like, sometimes the main character, like, i.e. you when you play the games, isn't actually in the show at all. <laughs> yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> like, Nathan himself is in the game. <laughs> but, like, um, the main character, like, isn't actually, like, in the short at all. So it's like, say, for yeah. example, uh, in Generations, there's Maxi's story. Maxi? No, Archie, the uh, Team Aqua guy. Um, he is... Like, it's basically how he awakens Primal Kyogre. And then it just goes wild and then starts, like, making, like, mad shit go on, like, in the sea and stuff. And that absolutely destroys the world. But you don't see, like, a resolution to it. You just see, like, the mad shit that goes on. Like, so it's just, like, Kyogre fucking shit up and then that's it. So there isn't, there isn't always, like, a resolution to the story. Sometimes it's just like, yep, yeah, okay, he's just, like, like Archie's dead now. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> Sometimes I mean, it's like... that, like... To that point, though, of, um, you know, oh, there's uh, the main characters. And all that. I think it's because they don't want to have people assume that by having a character model appear that that's the canon character. You know what I mean? Because everybody's always like, oh, what's canon? And it's like, well, technically nothing is. For, for Pokemon, technically nothing is and everything is. Mm. I mean, as well, like, we're focusing on those, like, sometimes focusing on the villains or the side characters. You can make, you can tell a better story with that. Because, obviously, like, they actually speak, <laughs> for one. Like, you know that these characters have personalities. So, so you can actually <laughs> form a story around that. So, if say if they focus the story around Red, for example. Um, oh, what? You're telling me you... You can't make a story around a kid who just stands there and doesn't say anything. <laughs> I mean, talk not without him. giving him a personality, which is what they did with Origins. Yeah, they did. And Origins was sick as well. That was like the OG one. So Origins was like a, a four-episode anime. And um, like the, the episodes would be about 20 minutes each. And they just basically show Red's journey along the way. Like they'd... Um, They'd show like what was it Bro uh, his first gym battle against Brock, for example, and uh, that that'd go into detail or whatever. But then, like when it comes to other gym leaders, they'll make it like about a twenty second segment or something. They'll skip across certain parts of it, so you're not seeing his full journey. Yeah, just what they consider the most prominent part. Yeah, so like that was I remember the first episode was basically his first gym battle, 
and getting his Pokemon yep. and stuff. The second one was, um, I feel like it was when he went to Mount Fuji. Mount Fuji? <laughs> no, oh my God, Mr. Fuji. Well, that would be a completely different like, side of the story, wouldn't it? <laughs> Red goes to Mount Fuji in Japan. He just just goes to like a completely different region. Technically, like Kanto is part of Japan, I guess. But... <laughs> or something Can you like. imagine he just it's turns up this kid with these like magical animals? Watashi wa Red this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh my days. Or even uh, worse, they're just that. like, what's up with this kid? And he just stands there quietly looking at him like <laughs> blank faced and everything, just looking at people. Just fucking tangent right now. <laughs> Back to what I was saying. <laughs> um it's uh, the whole stuff with um the lavender is it lavender tower the uh, yes. big big graveyard like in lavender lavender town yeah the most inefficient <laughs> graveyard i'd ever think design yeah oh god this yeah it's multi-story graveyard well yeah because like you know like if it's for dead pokemon right even if they're not buried there and you're just putting a gravestone yeah <laughs> like does that mean you're just going to infinitely build up and then eventually go underground and stuff like I know Pokemon mm. faint, quote unquote, but you know, like they clearly die because that's established by the tower existing. Mm. In second generation, didn't they get rid of the tower and just put a radio station there? And stuff? Yeah, they did. That's one way to get rid of a graveyard. <laughs> yeah, but then the question is, like, what happened to all the the graves? I guess this is a bit too morbid for Pokemon. <laughs> Uh, arguably, there is like a big uh, ocean next to Lavender oh, Town. Oh God, so no! I can only assume that they chucked away all the remnants of dead Pokemon into um, the sea. But anyway, no. um, Pokemon Origins—you <laughs> don't see that in Pokemon Origins. I'll, I'll tell you that. <laughs> but um, yeah, so it's all a big story about uh, first gen Pokemon. First episode is about his gym battle. Second episode is about him taking down. Team Rocket in Lavender Town. I believe the third episode is about um like sort of facing off against Giovanni and then I think there's a bit of like where he fights Blue in it as well, like when Blue comes champion. Yeah, I think so. Because the last the last episode is when they're like mega evolution, because that was a big thing at the time. Yeah. And then yeah, yeah. and then that's when he fights Mewtwo, isn't it? I believe so, yeah. And then that's like that kind of wraps it all up in a bow. Like could be wrong with that. There could be like no. Well, I'm pretty sure just, the last episode is yeah. against Mewtwo because that's where Charizard, oh, it definitely Mega is, Charizard yeah. X, comes up. But like there might have been like crossovers, like the Elite, like Elite Four battle and taking down Blue. Might Maybe, be the first but half I, of that last episode. I don't remember. It's all big mix. I just remember the second yeah. half is definitely that fight because that's when like that was uh, at least I think at the time the first time you saw Mega Charizard. Yeah, like, because um, what happens? So Red becomes champion. Oak gives him the mega things, the what, marble, not marbles. They are marbles, aren't they? They're stone. They call them stones. stones but they look like they look, they look yeah. like marbles. Let's face it, they, they, <laughs> they look like like, gen- like normal marbles <laughs> that you would get in the shop or like played with as a kid. <laughs> yeah, so you get he gets the mega marbles, and then uh, <laughs> he uh, then he goes off. Collect, he literally fills up the whole Pokedex, and then he's like, "Oh wait, I need to get this last Pokemon, and it's uh, Mewtwo." So he goes into Cerulean Cave and then fights him. Yeah. Uh, Charizard goes Mega Evolution and then, yay. 
basically. That's Charizard the, finally the becomes a real dragon, and yeah, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> and yeah, um, but like back to what we were saying, though, I thought like Origins was fantastic as an anime. I love that. Um, the thing is, like I mentioned it earlier, but like seriously, all of the animations they've done are really good, and I think it's because they're shorter and they're on YouTube. So there's like probably it feels like it's more actually hand animated it, it sounds stupid to say that but you know like i guess because you know the episodes that are on the normal anime you know they have to make so many of them and so many people are involved there's less like special effects and stuff in it because that's one thing i noticed in all of these animations is like yes it's cleaner the art styles look different a little more like computer hand-drawn you know like digital than some of the animes but it's these effects that they layer on top it it just feels more like raw animation you know like more internet animation it's really hard to describe as you can tell from my piss poor attempt at doing so um yeah it's kind of like um you know for a fact that with these shorts though they have like an animation style and obviously, like with the TV anime and stuff, they have their animation style as well, but like they have to follow like, oh, obviously it's a bigger overarching story as well. They're following like a 20 minute episode, for example, yeah. and it's a series as well. So they've got to manage to make their time really well with that. Whereas with these ones, I imagine they're all commissioned. For example, this one is, oh, we've got to animate eight episodes of this. They've got to be 10 minutes long. You can dedicate, a, you can put a lot more time and effort into that and be given a de- certain deadline for it. You're like, okay, sorted. Um, obviously the Pokemon anime just keeps going. That's the thing with the Pokemon anime, like the one with like Ash in it or Satoshi, whoever you want to go for it. Like that is a continuous thing and it has been for a while. Whereas this is like, okay, look, here's a set amount of episodes. Let's absolutely smash out of the park. Here's a story for it. Sorted. With these, like there's so much love and care put into them. The animation is fantastic. Like you get like, it's, it, sometimes it's like, oh, you're looking into the lore of Pokemon a bit more from you get like some sort of clues or whatever. But like, yeah, we haven't mentioned um, Twilight Wings yet as well. No, we haven't. Um, so Twilight Wings came out, was it before or alongside uh, Sword and Shield? So it kind of like, it kind of launched alongside Sword and Shield. Um, so like towards the end of 2019. Twilight Wings has its own sort of like mini story arc. I guess you could say it's like your typical TV or like TV show. It's got an A story and a B story. The A story is like about this kid who's in the hospital and he wants to see Leon fight in the the league. He wants to go to a match because that's his dream. And the B stories in each episode are about one of the gym leaders of the region. And it just sort of introduces them and what they're about and it was interesting because like like we said this this launched alongside the game so you may or may not have met these characters by the time the episodes came out they already had their own personalities but now you get to see more of these characters and what they do outside of being a gym leader like i remember the episode with b the fighting train uh fighting gym leader and it's her and all her fighting pokemon like went out into the wild to try and train and then, like, because she was being reckless because she was trying to, like, compare herself to Leon and Raihan, you know, Raihan and all the, like, top competitors that, like, they got trapped in a cave-in or something. And 
it's just stuff like that. It's like, yeah, it's giving like the gym leaders a bit like their own stories in a way. Like, because obviously in the games, you will see him for about, what was it, five minutes when you fight him. Yeah. And then maybe you see him again at the end when you challenge him again for the, like, wherever the like, Elite Four equivalent is uh, for this game. But um, it, the, the thing I loved about Twilight Wings is that it is an original story as well. It is all focused around Gala, which is nice. Like, that's cool. Like, it's basic promotion for the game, which is fine. Um, but then, like, I didn't realize, and then you got, like, um, what's always prominent in it is the taxi driver with his Corviknight. Yeah, that's the thing. They always focus on Corviknight. Yeah, I guess that's why they call it Twilight Wings, though, isn't it? Yeah, but I mean, like, just with Gala stuff in general, they always like to remind you, like, they use Corviknight taxis. Yeah, it's cool. Like, it's, it's basically like, you're, like it's, he's always prominent in it, so it's always like, ah, oh, here's the Corviknight delivering this person to this place, and then obviously that story kicks off from there. Because I think my favorite episode actually of Twilight Wings was um, like surprisingly I, I don't really, I don't care for the character that much but it's uh, Hop and his Wulu. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. But basically because I absolutely love Wulu as a Pokemon, it's just so round. Like you, you can look back at our um, our Pokemon tier list videos and like you know for a fact I love around Pokemon. I love around boy. Okay. Do you have to even? It's not the tier list. Just listen to anything <laughs> like, it's very true them brown boys that are like fluffy or like i don't even know man just... even then like the, when ruler was announced it was like it was loved by everyone in the community yeah i mean they knew what they were doing like it became a meme at that point like and then it evolves into double and no one likes it anymore but <laughs> um but no like i obviously love that because it was so cute the ruler was like really cute and stuff and it was um like I know that's all, that's all I cared about. The story was alright. I don't care for Hop that much because I don't really care for Hop as a character. I don't think many people do. But yeah, but like the Buddha was cute. It is like I did enjoy it. Like at the end of the episode, and he bonds with him and stuff. Um, but no, it's a cute little episode. Um, and that's what I do like about Twilight Wings as well. Like obviously, this isn't tied in. Like there are some bits that's tied into the game itself. But like all all of Twilight Wings felt original. Yeah. Like, so you're not like viewing stuff that you're in, like, that's in the game already. Whereas it yeah. almost feels like anything at that time around Gala would have been original because we knew absolutely nothing about it. We only mm. had the games. I don't even think the anime started for that part yet. It was all like fresh and new. And they didn't have to do an animated series, you know, like on YouTube. They could have just left you to it to find your lore, but they didn't. And I appreciate that, to be fair. Because whilst it had that whole wholesome aspect, it did really like flesh out a lot of these characters for you. Yeah, it gave them a bit more personality, really, didn't it? And I think that's that's good about it as well. I think like the reason why they kept it to original story as well, I imagine, is because it's a lo- launching alongside the game. You can't really give many spoilers out either. Yeah, that's the one thing. So I'm glad, like, because that's the thing. Like, spoiler alert for Sword and Shield. If anyone, if anyone hasn't played it yet. It's been out for two years now, what are you doing, for one? <laughs> um, but obviously, Chairman Rose is one of the main villains in it. And in this, he's strictly like... There's a little foreshadowing of him being a sort of evil guy. <laughs> but um, Or villain, as they're called. <laughs> um, but like, throughout the whole series, he is like genuinely... like it comes across as a nice guy after time. Obviously, because they can't reveal in the like in the in this like little short at the time that like he's evil, like you can't launch this alongside the game and then say, "Oh, there you go, here's your villain," because it's <laughs> technically a twist in the game. So, um, 
but yeah, no, I thought um, it was all good. The last episode is sort of all about the kind of focuses on the aftermath of the story, though. Like that's episode seven, I believe, where they focus on Isle of Armor. Yeah. And um, like, because you see uh, Mustard in it. Voiced by Sung Won. Yes, one of our favorite YouTubers. Or Pro ZD, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, shout out to him, I guess. Not that he needs it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, you know. We appreciate, dude. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's the sum up of uh, Twilight Wings. We've done Origins, kind of touching Generations. A bit. Yeah, I was gonna say I love. Uh, we've gone through every other one, <laughs> and we've only explained about like briefly about the actual thing <laughs> we were here to talk about. Man, cultured boys, man, we we good at this. <laughs> it's all tied in together. It's like all of like a big like umbrella, really, isn't it? Of like internet shorts and like original Pokemon stories that is at least anime. this way you made it easier to segue. Like cause if you had left it at Origins, I'd be like, uh so anyway, Pokemon anime <laughs> like at least you was like, so the one about Gala, and now I'm like, cool, that links to the first episode <laughs> of Evolutions. First, yeah, it literally does link in really well, especially like when you compare the two as well. Yeah. Um, I feel like, yeah, Twilight Wings has its own story and it feels like the animation is a lot more like smooth in a way. I don't know. It feels like that's the wrong word for it. See, I would have said Twilight Wings in a sense to me was a little more raw in like it's not got so many of the like digital shines and stuff. That's what, yeah, that's probably what more I'm getting off of. Like, because yeah. Evolutions, again, whilst it does have that sort of more raw style, it is very polished. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. That is that is the words I'm looking it's, for. It's it's got like it's got more of that computer generated like shine and sheen to it, whereas Twilight Wings, all of that stuff is like a hand drawn effect. It's not computer generated. Or doesn't look computer generated for the most part. Because the first episode of Evolutions focuses on Leon. But specifically, again spoilers for the Sword and Shield game. It focuses on Leon thinking about what happened just before the Pokemon League fight. Because that's the fight with Eternatus. And Leon's supposed to be the strongest at that point. You know, the undefeated champ. Everybody knows Leon. Um, But that's the first time he's ever been beaten down essentially and lost uh and it's just before he prominently loses to you the protagonist me <laughs> yes you pepe he loses to you you're now yeah. the champion of galar so Ooh. i hope you're bow before me <laughs> I hope you you're thought chairman rose was evil <laughs> <laughs> i hope no. you're happy because you've made leon depressed okay Good. <laughs> he's too he's had too much enthusiasm that guy <laughs> but, he, um, well he did yeah. before this episode <laughs> it's actually kind of weird to see it's like basically like him contemplating like whatever like the, as you said the moments before the match and then like he like talks to his charizard and the charizard's like hey fucking get out there and then the charizard's like oh like they go out together and yeah like yes go for it but like, the weirdest thing i found in this episode right is in the game your character and Hopper are only about 11 years old, right? And Leon's his older brother. Indiscriminate amount of time, right? But we can assume, based off of the game, like, imagery, he's probably only about 20-ish. So why in this animated short did he look way fucking older than that? 
See, this is what I was like getting at before. Like when you compare like Leon's designs in Twilight Wings and this one side by side, Leon looks like I'm like I oh, know in his late twenties here. <laughs> Leon, Leon um, looks like he's like <laughs> he's fucking like mid thirties and he's been around and he's seen some shit and he did see some shit. Gave me like some like JoJo vibes going on there. Like it's all like you can see like the, like I don't know the whole cheekbone sort of thing. Like this guy had been eating, like, bulking up. Or <laughs> been <doing? laughs> I mean, again, it kind of makes sense that he would look a bit like ragged because he just he was sitting there remembering the fight with Eternatus, and if it's based off of the game timeline, you basically do that and then go almost instantly into the Pokemon League. You know, like there's very little time has passed, maybe a few days yeah. at most. So like. I get that Leon would look a little like under the weather, a little more like (laughs) aged, but not that far. Like if he's at most, let's say 21, right? Early 20s. There he looked like he was fucking at least 35. (laughs) (laughs) Like I think it's like partly the animation style as well. Like they want to make it look a bit more, as you said, like polished, like realistic y kind of thing. Also, my only other gripe about just the Pokemon uh animations in general is they don't try to get voice actors who have any semblance of the accent that those areas are based off of like because gala is supposed to be england or great britain right yeah the uk and yet there is no uk accent in there it would be good to have that representation and that sort of thing, like actual like English representation, because it, it's clear from the whole Gala region that it's based off England. Yeah, or and the like UK. we and... know that Leon is Hop's older brother, and we know based off of the way that Gala set out, that means that your your character or the main character and Hop and Leon are essentially from around Scotland or facsimile of that, right? So why has he got no accent? Why does he sound American? Why do they all sound American? Yeah, it's just a it's just a thing where they've just clearly just gone for um like that. Oh, let's just go a whole overarching like American accent sort of vibe. However, though, if you do look at um Pokemon Masters, uh the Gala um gym leaders and like champion and all that sort of stuff, in those games, obviously they have voiceover, but the uh, majority of the characters are actually uh have they have regional accents. So, um, like, Nessa and Leon, two characters I know that I've got from Gala, uh, they actually have English accents in that, uh, in that app. The, I, still, I don't understand the choice. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, it's just strange. And I get it, whatever, you know. It's their choice. They do what they want. But it would be <laughs> nice to see it. I'm not saying, you know, go stupid, heavy, like, stereotypical. Of every region, yeah. Like I'm not saying, oh, you know, when you get down to Winden, where's all the Cockneys and friggin' where's their <laughs> where's their heavy yeah. Scottish accent and all the in betweens? Yeah, where's yeah. all the Brummies and <laughs> Geordies? Yeah, and the, where's me Wooloo? Yeah, you know, where, where's the West Country and all the Scousers? Like, you know what I mean? I'm not yeah. saying get every Scousers. I'm not saying get every single accent and yeah, put it yeah. super heavy stereotypical. And the same for every other region, you know, I'm not saying go and get like the most stereotypical, like Hawaiian sounding person, like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) but just a little bit of something, you know, like besides their appearance and your knowledge of the franchise, like, Mm. I mean, like uh, Pokemon representation with their characters has been getting better, I feel. Yeah, Um, but that's only visually. 
Visually, yeah, it's true. Like, um, they still that. I think everyone could do with uh, some improvements, but it's fair. Like, I, I, I completely agree with you there. Like, seeing like some sort of English representation, or like for example in Kalos, where if there was like some French accents or whatever. Granted, they'd be like speaking English still. So, <laughs> I mean, they yeah. did try a little bit ish because I swear there were some animations where um, what's the uh, what's the professor of that region? Uh, Sycamore. Yeah, he he has like. Sometimes I swear I've heard him with a French-ish accent. Probably, Like yeah. a light one. Um, Again, not like yeah. super heavy, like I don't know what he's saying because, you know, it's too like heavy. Again, in, um, and I'm keep going back to Pokemon Masters, but uh, the first gym leader, you know the one with the camera? I can't remember her name. Yeah. Um, she has a French accent in um, the app as well. So it depends on who, who like... Yeah, I guess what, who the yeah. voice director is, but like... yeah. I'd, it would just be nice, you know, and and again, I I don't want it to come across like, oh, we're just complaining, you know, because we're British and we want to just hear the British accents. Like, no, we want to hear like all of them. I yeah, mean, I mean, that's uh, arguably it does. <laughs> like, we because uh, we're British, we probably do want to see that a bit more. Like, obviously, because we know that it's based around here, and we'd know it more of like. Well, just, there's know. that, but also like. You know, I wanted to be a voice actor, like most people, and I would just like to hear it. I like yeah. hearing accents, yeah, you know, I like trying to learn mm. accents and like to just hear it also helps your immersion. You know, it makes you believe more that, oh, that is that region of the world mm. or like yeah. that's Pokemon's version of the that place. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but anyway, moving on uh, from the first episode. Yeah. Uh, the second episode focuses on Lily and Cosmog from uh, Sun and Moon. Uh, more specifically, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Because... Yeah, because this is all based on the um, the Cosma yeah. line, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, Lily's mum is like way more harsh than I remember her being. She is quite harsh. Like, that's the thing. I think in the games, obviously, it's not voice acted or anything. So it's literally just dialogue you're reading. And obviously, she comes. she's quite harsh in that. But in this, like, obviously, it's voice acted a lot more than she's like, oh, disappearing. I've taken your Cosmog. And it's not even that. Stuff. She has one line where she's straight up like, I don't have any children. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like she just straight up yeah. like, un- like disowns her, like de- denounces her there and then. And you're like, bro, that's harsh. You know, she's like, mother, mom, like, come on, come to your mother? senses. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> You know, Lily's trying to get her mom to come to senses, and she's just straight up like, "I don't have any children." Yeah, but in the whole like in that like story, uh, I can't remember what's the character's name again. The mum. Uh, uh, I never knew how to pronounce it. It's like Luzamine or Lusamine oh yeah, or yeah, Luzamine or something like that. Yeah, um, yeah, like I'm not. Well, she's one of those characters in it, like um, <laughs> that goes a bit twisted at the end of it so, yeah um yeah and i get I can... that but again it's just like <laughs> it's so harsh to hear it and see it animated you know what i mean yeah i get you um but again like i think this this animation is cool or whatever but like i don't know i don't feel like it got a good ending it's like it goes back to the point i was saying earlier obviously these are shorts and then you won't be able to do a full fleshed out story but um like it kind of ends abruptly yeah, and but it like doesn't get also... you don't get a resolution to it. But I'm not. This isn't me bitching about it at all. I still really appreciate the episode, but 
for me, like compared to the other three, I think this one's the weakest in my opinion. I agree, but at the same time, like it can't go further than where it was because it placed itself explaining sort of like the key point of the story of the entire game and then finishes just before essentially the last part of the game. Mm. Because yeah. like for those who haven't finished Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, again, spoilers, but you've had plenty of time to play it. <laughs> From t- 2017. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. like, Necrozma comes out, Lunala fights with Necrozma, then they fuse. And that's... I mean, that shouldn't have happened straight away, but, like, Lunala should have come back to you, if I remember correctly, so that you could go through the wormhole, go to the other side... And then Necrozma would have become that giant, like, glowing light version. And mm. that's, like, the final boss fight, essentially. But then in this, the main character kind of steps in and you can kind of see him, like, sort of going up against the Necrozma, so... But also, like, there's one point in the episode where I just... My brain couldn't comprehend. It's when they go to stand on the little platforms to play the flutes, right? And you know, yeah. it's surrounded by water, and then she like t- takes one step, and I'm like, "What is yeah. this weird gelatin fucking yeah. water thing? What is yeah, that, this? Yeah. <laughs> what is this weird like, slime?" I was water? thinking about that. It, um, I don't know ancient water. I guess it's been sat in that little pool for a while now. It's <laughs> how water works, isn't it? <laughs> like I thought they were just gonna like, oh, okay, they're just gonna trudge through, you know, like through this water, yeah. and then all of a sudden it like solidifies somewhat under a foot there's no reason for it there's no reason i know it's such Uh, a weird easy just had normal like shallow water that would have been fine yeah Uh, or like oh now our shoes are wet because it's like exactly yeah when you're trying to like rescue a cosmog and like summoning like ancient pokemon or whatever getting your feet wet isn't really that much of an issue yeah (laughs) but instead Um, there was like no weird magical jelly water like yeah that was strange and the fact like i was thinking this as well like obviously this is just me being critical uh if i was given the flute and uh, i had to summon an ancient pokemon i wouldn't know what the fuck i'm playing they, they played them fruits really well like both of them played I know, fruits, right? but like that's I, i'd be awful with that. i'd just be there like you know like the really shit version of titanic feature and played on a flute that'd be me like <laughs> <laughs> I'd be awful at it. Like, fair play, they absolutely smashed it. They must have really gone hard on the uh, recorder classes in school over in Alola. I don't but, know, uh... but like, it's like that in the game as well. Like, you just get this flute. It's a bit always like that in the games, though. You know, like even in the first one, where it's like poker flute, and I'm like, I wouldn't know how to play that. Nah. <laughs> they're like to just get up because it's like shut the fuck up <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> learn how to play the flute properly that's how he'd wake up he's not waking up from anything else mate you'd be lucky <laughs> if the Snorlax woke up and not a bunch of people like storming out of their houses coming up to be like will you shut the fuck up with the yeah. fucking stupid do you know what I mean like people in Lavender Town coming over like just Keep the creepy music. I don't want that. <laughs> Whatever that is, keep it away. Yeah, put the, put the seizure, seizure music back on. None of this shit. <laughs> put the seizure music back on. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. Don't you remember? Yes, yeah, 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 I heard, I heard, I heard these things. <laughs> um, but yeah, as again, what I said, out of the four episodes that are out so far at the time of this recording, um, that's probably the weakest one. So I, I don't moving, know. I would have put the thir- yeah. second and third one sort of on the same level. I wasn't a big fan of the third one myself either. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So moving on to the third one, it's from X and Y, and it focuses on um, Lysander. 
And um, I don't know, watching this and rewatching Generations side by side, I, I kind of forgot how I don't. I never felt like they got across in the games how deep Lysander was. <laughs> it felt like in the games it was just like, yeah, this guy just wants to kill everyone. But- <laughs> yeah, and it was in the game. It was more under the pretense of he was like, I want to make everything beautiful and fashionable. Whereas this, it was like, no, he's actually got some sort of reason and it's sort of weirdly philosophical um yeah like he doesn't want the like he likes the beauty of this world but he doesn't want it to change yes and he feels like as things change more and more he's gonna dislike it so that's why he wants to basically freeze or like just end <laughs> whatever's going on right now um yeah i don't remember lysander being that deep of a villain but apparently he was <laughs> yeah i know right like strangely yeah, um, I can kind of agree with you. Like, I think maybe there's a bit of nostalgia playing f- for me in this episode because like, X and Y aren't really my favorite games out of the whole Pokemon series. Um, but um, like, I do kind of maybe appreciate the nostalgia that came from watching these episodes. Like, uh, like just looking back on X and Y. Yeah, as I said, there wasn't much to it. it just it is basically Lysander's backstory a little bit, or not even that. It's just about his plan. Yeah, but at the same time, I appreciate that they chose him specifically because, like, I feel like in X and Y, there are other characters and other stories you could have focused on, but I think they picked the right one. You know, the one we had the, I don't want to say the least, but probably like the worst explanation for. Yeah, I agree. So maybe that, maybe there's just enough wiggle room for a story to come through there a little bit. Uh, I don't know. It didn't feel like there was much in this one in terms of like action work, especially when you compare it to the previous episode. Although I, I did say like the, um, the uh, Alola episode was probably my least favorite. However, like the fight scene between Lunala and Necrozma was quite cool. Yeah, it was quite that. cool. But like, I think the most action took place um, in the first episode. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like, but with this one, it was, yeah, it was decent. I didn't think there was that much of a, problem with it i'd be happy it's one that probably wasn't wouldn't be my favorite one but i don't think it's my like i don't know the one i like the least let's put it again like it's not that these are all bad you know like they are no, very of course not they're all still really good it's just you know in everything you know you have the weaker ones that you yeah personally like you have your feel, favorites yeah. and stuff yeah that's that's exactly it. i'm not saying any of these are bad at all but far from it but um i feel like if i was to put them in order i'd say that would be like this would probably be the lower half of it, but it's still good. Still good. See, I'm gonna hate on it. In my opinion, the fourth episode and the last one, as time of recording, is a better version of what the third one was trying to be. Yeah, I because I, I the fourth one focuses on how N becomes the you know like affiliated with Team Plasma, and it's really. Gatesis, who's narrating the whole thing, is kind of more about Gatesis's plan, but I feel like it was just it was the same concept as the third episode, but done better. Yeah, and uh, you see a bit more in this as well. Like you see, because in this one you see um, N versus um, the champion Alder. Alder? Yeah, I think it's Alder. Alder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um and all makes Alder look like a bitch, man. <laughs> it does. <laughs> but then um, come on, like yeah. ends turning up with a fucking Zekrom and 
Yeah. What the fuck is older got? <laughs> oh, he's got a Volcarona. Like, still arguing quite. It's still a good Pokemon. Yeah, but, yeah, but I, I mean, understand. like, if you're comparing <laughs> the two, I know definitely who I picked to win. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah, the yeah, giant yeah, electric yeah. fucking black dragon rather than the fucking <laughs> flaming moth. Yeah, flaming moth <laughs> is that. But um, yeah, like I think N is kind of like a fan favorite character as well throughout the whole series. Uh, I I went for years hating on Black and White because I thought, oh no, this isn't as good as some of the other ones. And then like looking back at it now, like that is a fr- that is a fleshed out story. Yeah, in Pokemon Black I, and White. The thing is, I think Black and White was the first time they actually, at least personally, I felt like they had an actual sort of story they wanted to tell for pokemon oh, which is really weird because yeah. normally pokemon is just the journey you know it's it's yeah. you becoming the champion and whatever else happens is just sort of like you know what happens in the region but like black and white felt like the first time they really really wanted to push this thing like no the 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 world outside in which you explore in those games actually has life and something is happening there's a larger world out there. I think they gave out like they read the villains really well. Like there's more complex villains in these yeah, games I, onwards. To be I fair, I think yeah. that's why Black and White is often a lot of people's favorites. I can understand. That. I need to go back. I would love to go back and play it again. Um, well, give it time. I, I mean, was waiting for the getting... thing. I'll give. Yeah, they'll make remakes. Eventually. I was going to say we're getting Diamond and Pearl. Give it a few more years. <laughs> we'll yeah, probably we'll have because <laughs> they're the next, next gen. Whatever next gen console ends up happening to be, we'll uh, get on that. <laughs> yeah most likely but um yeah yeah this one was like seriously i i really like this one because you get to learn more about n but also it's not from the angle you would want like at first i thought the whole episode was just going to be n and his story but like he was going to tell it but no it's it's how and this is going to sound really bad but it is it's accurate but it's how essentially gates is like grooms him mm. to yeah it's be... all the manipulation yeah aspects of it yeah. but it it sounds so wrong to say gates has found this kid who's like really in tune to pokemon like really really in tune and grooms him like you never want to say an adult picks up a kid you know what I mean? i'm just gonna <laughs> stop there i just stop there but yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, i get i completely get what you mean but that's what like we were saying it's all that that it's a complex villain they gave this villain like an actual like idea of what he wanted to do and it's it's all that manipulation that Gethus does and you see that coming through in the animation you see it come through in the games but probably not to this scale like you know that it happens yeah and you know that n is obviously a complex guy um but this is like how you see the journey or whatever you see like n's like sort of internal struggle as well in this yeah yeah you see like when they're doing when team plasma doing their speech or whatever to all the people um, you see like N's reaction when he looks over to the main character and sees a Tepig there. And like you see him like a bit like emotional, like, like it, there's complexity there. That's yeah. that's the word I'd take like give to this thing. I'll go keep on using it complex. <laughs> no, but you're right, because it is. It's like that game, it's the issues presented are kind it is kind of complicated, like in the sense that like people would want Pokemon rights if they were like like if this was a real world, you know, people would argue for like pokemon rights but at the same time somebody some people would be like you've got to free these animals so that they can live it is like the like equivalent of like peter in a way yeah but like it only makes it's a little more complicated because at the same time in the pokemon universe it's like yeah but like humans and pokemon live side by side and have like a symbiotic relationship you know 
Like mm. they work together. So you can't really necessarily be like free all the Pokemon. Cause it's like, it's like, you know, in every group, yeah, there are bad people. Evil exists and evil will always exist, but like not everybody's evil. It's got black and white somehow makes everything too philosophical. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That's um like it. I think that's like, that's a good thing about black and white though. Like when you compare it to some of the previous villains, I literally just wanted to either steal Pokemon for their like, own gain or like, yeah, for their own gain. This was like, there was this like angle where it's like, Hey, let's free the Pokemon. But while using them at the same time to battle. Yeah. So technically their ideals are a little bit skewed. <laughs> but, it is, but like on the surface, it, we, it's, you know, it's like, oh, we're doing this for the betterment of the world, even though it's really like, no, because we, once you're, all your Pokemon are released, we're going to steal them and we're going to take over the yeah. world. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's the whole thing of it. Like, but no, it's good. Um, I like Black and White. I like Black and White 2 even more. I think Black and White 2 is like where those games really yeah into their stride but at the same time like it is all the same generation so it is yeah so black and white appreciate all of it really black and white too i think in terms of the story was less interesting than the first one you think okay i think in terms of if you had to animate it you know oh yeah completely like you i know i feel like some of it needs context as well black and white yeah you easily it's an easy one to tell a story yeah well because like this what they did was like perfect right Whereas I t- if they was like, oh, actually, we were going to have one for black and white, too, and one for black and white. The story in two really is just Gates is trying again yeah. without end this time, though, you know, and it's I feel like it's less interesting or less of a compelling story to tell than how he essentially like misled the world. Mm-hmm. I get you. Like, I think if you go do one per gen as well, you can just jump straight into black and white two either. Yeah, <laughs> like, it feels a bit random. To if be you fair, just if the that, next but... episode wasn't going to be Diamond and Pearl and was like black and white two, I'd be like, yeah, I guess that makes sense because you do need context from the first one before you do the second one. It wouldn't make sense to do it the other way around. I really do encourage people, anyone who's listening, to go and watch these shorts, like wherever you can find them. Obviously, support the official release. I'm not telling you to go and do something you shouldn't do. Um, but, like, seriously, go out and seek these. They, If you're a fan of this franchise and you're a fan of lore or even just, like, tidbits of info, these are perfect for you. They just sprinkle out little bits. They expand the world a little bit, but it's not necessarily canon. If you go on the Pokemon channel, there's a playlist and it has all of these shorts in them, like minus Origins, obviously. Yeah. But they have they have uh, Evolutions, Generations, and Twilight Wings, so definitely check them out through there. Yes, please do. And honestly, I hope that the Pokemon company keep doing stuff like this because I really enjoy it, and I think it's really good for the franchise. Hundred percent. Like it just feels like a bit more fleshed out. You you know that like Pokemon in general is a whole multimedia thing right now <laughs> and they like these shorts have like done the, the series justice like especially if you love the games like it's great um but yeah have you got anything else to say on the uh, pokemon evolutions etc uh no nothing that i haven't already said again one last reminder please go check it out just just go and find it and with that uh the usual spiel here it comes check us out on podcast platforms if you didn't hear in the last episode we're on apple Podcasts now so we're finally on all the major p- podcast platforms go check us all out 
Uh, and that's it from Nate. <laughs> enough. Uh, that's enough shilling for me. <laughs> nice one. More eBay, he said. I'm just going to echo that. Nice one. <laughs> I'll catch you later, guys. Bye. Bye.